0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cozy Rainbow Podcast. My name is Tammy, but my students know me as Miss Haddad.
1: My name is Joe, and I haven't been in a bathtub since I was seven.
0: On today's episode of the Cozy Rainbow Podcast, we're going to be talking all about bath bombs. Well, that so, sounds dangerous. That's funny. Yeah, I guess it does sound a little dangerous. Close your eyes. It's 2017. Sign of the Times by Harry Styles is on the radio in the mall.
1: Who is Harry Styles?
0: It's packed. You rush to the Lush store to grab their last sparkly bath bomb for your mom. Christmas is in two days.
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) So many words. I don't know what any of this is.
0: (laughs) So what kind of bath bomb are you going to buy for mom? From Lush? You ever been to Lush?
1: No. No. Nor do I know what a bath bomb is.
0: Are you for real? No. No, you're not for real.
1: No, I, no, I'm being the audience surrogate, you know?
0: <laughs> okay, well, I think most people do know what a bath bomb is. But if, mm. they d- if, if you don't know what a bath bomb is, we're going to get into it right now. So let's start off with some trivia questions. Oh, boy. Number one. Which two ingredients are most important to making a fizzy bath bomb? A. Baking soda and citric acid. B. Bath salts and essential oils. C. Almond oil and rubbing alcohol. Or D, essential oil and cornstarch.
1: There's there's only one thing in that list that I think would actually make any sort of fizz. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the classic baking soda and an acid.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, so our little peanut gallery Carla whispered, It's A to Joe. So, Carla, will you tell us why you said
1: that? I've taken too many chemistry classes to to need Carla, but...
0: Oh, she's seen people make bath bombs before on TikTok. So what's your answer, Joe? A. A, baking soda and citric acid. Number two, true or false, most people prefer to take baths over showers.
1: I should think that's false. I mean, I don't see a lot of people taking baths.
0: All right, false. And number three, which of the following ingredients is not acidic? A, citric acid b grapefruit juice c salt and vinegar chips or d tums
1: i'm i'm pretty sure the whole point of tums and alka seltzer is to counter acidity Mhm. and how on earth can you do that if you're an acid hmm we're throwing a lot of chemistry terminology around without even getting getting into the episode part but
0: well it's just trivia
1: yeah whatever d
0: okay great So we will answer these trivia questions and lots more information about bath bombs, chemistry, and chemical reactions right after this quick break from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Amazon Music. Amazon Music is providing listeners of Cozy Rainbow Podcast with three months of unlimited streaming for free. To listen to all of your favorite podcasts and music without ads, visit getamazonmusic.com slash cozyrainbow. Once again, visit getamazonmusic.com slash cozyrainbow to claim this exclusive offer.
0: Okay, so Joe, from the best of your knowledge, what is a bath bomb?
1: Put it in the water and it's like it's like bubble bath, but instead of being a liquid that you just kind of splash around with and then it makes bubbles it's a a solid object that you drop in and it makes bubbles for you
0: i like that description so bath bombs spiked in popularity in 2017 things have calmed down a little bit but every november the bath bomb sales pick right up again why do you think that is
1: do people put bath bombs in their thanksgiving turkey i don't
0: know (laughs) um i think it's because it's a popular gift bath bombs are a wellness or beauty product to use while taking a bath not a shower but a bath when you drop a bath bomb in water a chemical reaction happens Ooh, joe have you ever taken a chemistry class actually i know but more like how many chemistry classes have you taken
1: uh i'm in organic chemistry right now Uh, Do do you think
0: it's interesting do you like it so far Do you like the concept of chemistry?
1: Uh, The concept's a little hard to understand, but... Yeah, it's good.
0: Cool. Joe, do you know a chemical reaction happens when you drop a bath bomb in water?
1: Not really, no. Really? And it makes bubbles, so clearly there's some sort of making of gas involved here.
0: Interesting. Yes. So the chemical reaction... Well, there's probably... At least two. But the one we're going to focus on today is called neutralization. Ooh. Neutralization describes when a basic substance is mixed with an acidic substance. Do you have anything else to add, Mr. Chemist? Joe?
1: Acids are things that uh, have a pH significantly lower than 7. And basic things, bases, are things with a pH above 7. And things that are at seven are just neutral, like water.
0: Yum, I love water. So basic is essentially the opposite of acidic. There are many acidic foods you might know, like lemons, oranges, and some non-foods that are still acidic, like battery acid or stomach acid. Can you describe what pH is? I don't really know how to describe it.
1: That's where where that scary technical definition that you told me to skip is pH is a negative logarithm of the amount of protons in something.
0: Ah, in any substance. Yeah. So what is a logarithm? I know that it has to do with math. He's rubbing his forehead.
1: It's a button on a calculator and you push it.
0: That's a good way to explain it.
1: It's it's a statistics thing. Yeah.
0: I like that definition. What is a logarithm? A statistics thing.
1: It's a statistics thing. It's
0: anyway, back to the non-foods. Something that's easy to understand. Battery acid, stomach acid. Okay. A basic item, so the opposite of acidic, a basic item that we all know and love is Tums or Alka Seltzer. These basic items will balance out an upset tummy. So if you ever just drop an Alka-Seltzer in water, which they do on TV and in the commercials, I think it gets all fizzy. So those bubbles are the neutralization that's happening. So if your stomach is acidic, then you get some nice fizzy bubbles in there and you feel better. How many people take baths anyway? In a study of 2,000 adults by Victorian Plumbing, that's a UK plumbing company, they found that only 32% of adults prefer taking baths over showers. 57% chose to shower. However, that only adds up to 89%, so I was wondering if that survey had an option for I Never Bathe.
1: Well, there are more ways that to... Uh clean oneself off with water
0: then standing out in the rain yeah sure that's taking a swim taking a swim does not count oh you just bring some shampoo there you go But then you would have like chlorine on your skin unless you're going swimming in a lake in which case then you might have like fish and like other pollution because our world is dirty on your skin showers are typically faster than baths of course and if you use a beautiful bath bomb you'll want to let it fizz out as long as possible so maybe that's one reason why baths will take longer than showers homemade bath bombs are pretty standard there's a pretty standard recipe across the board so you'll have cornstarch essential oils some type of neutral oil like coconut almond or sunflower oil bath salts baking soda, and, if you want it to be pretty, a type of pigment, like mica or food coloring. The most important ingredients to make a bath bomb are citric acid and baking soda, the basic and the acidic ingredients.
1: Well, I know about acids and bases, but what on earth is the difference between an essential and neutral oil? (laughs)
0: So neutral oil just means that it has that pH of 7 like you were talking about. It's a neutral substance like, like water. And essential oil means like it's like peppermint oil and it smells really good. And like some people say like lavender oil will reduce your anxiety. Essential oil is like, you know, there's multi-level marketing companies out there that sell essential oil. It's more of like a wellness product than it is like a scientific thing. It's more like, mm, essential oil smells good. That's why it's called essential oil, not because it has anything to do with chemistry or science, which is why you don't know what an essential oil is. All right, then. All right. (laughs) Homemade bath bombs, really easy to make. Now, what about like the fancy bath bombs that you would get at Lush or other different specialty bath wellness product stores? The only difference between a homemade bath bomb and Lush's intergalactic bath bomb is extra ingredients. So I went ahead, on, I went on Lush's website and looked at their ingredients for this intergalactic bath bomb. It's basically like a blue and sparkly bath bomb. It looks really cool. Lush's bath bomb has citric acid, corn starch, and other various oils like peppermint, grapefruit, and cedarwood. And depending on the other, like the type of bath bomb, I guess, that is what scent or flavor the bath bomb would be. So probably the only difference between like intergalactic bath bomb and the rose petal wonderland bath bomb, that's not a real one, is the essential oil and the color. The acidic ingredient in Lush's bath bombs is, do you want to take a guess?
1: Uh, uh, Citric. Acid?
0: No, it's not citric acid, actually. This is one difference that I noticed. It's cream of tartar. Oh. Do you know what that is? Yeah. What is it?
1: Oh, it's in your pantry.
0: It is in your pantry. And despite its name, cream of tartar, it's... It's not a cream. It's (laughs) it's not a cream, disappointingly. It is a white powder, just like citric acid. It's the opposite
1: of baking soda, which is basic.
0: Yes. So... Joe, I did some really fascinating research on this one. I think it's fascinating anyway. Do you have any idea what cream of tartar is made of? Like, how do you get cream of tartar besides going to the grocery store?
1: Uh, I don't know. You have tartar and you cream it.
0: No. (laughs) So it is a byproduct of winemaking. It's the powdered form of tartaric acid, which is where it gets its name. So tartaric acid is found inside of grapes and other fruits. Which is why it's acidic, because fruits, I think, they kind of tend to be on the acidic side.
1: Acidic things are sour. Basic things are bitter.
0: Yeah, that's true. So after the winemaking happens, the cream of tartar is left behind as a sediment or just a powder. Fascinating, isn't it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I learned so much today. Wow. Who would have thought that I'd do learning on Cozy Rainbow?
0: okay that's the whole point (laughs) okay baking soda joe what is baking soda
1: it is uh sodium bicarbonate and it's a white and basic powder Mm -hmm. and everybody loves to throw them in the volcano and throw in some acid and, and look at it go
0: yeah science experiment time so baking soda where does it come from I'm not amused. You're not amused. You're not a cotton-eyed Joe. Just regular Joe. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Baking soda. It is mined. It's from a mineral. It's from the mineral, nacolite and trona.
1: Those those sound like, like fake sci-fi metals, like, like Star Wars stormtroopers wear armor made of. Trona and Nacolite.
0: Yeah, Nacolite and Trona sound like the stuff that Iron Man's heart is made out of. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> his heart is made of iron. That's why he's called it. Wait, is that true?
1: To my memory, I'm pretty sure the, the armor is like...
0: Yeah, the the armor th- is definitely iron, but like his it's like, heart...
1: It's an, it's like an iron gold alloy. And then the heart... What? Uh, <laughs> the heart was like...
0: Nacolite and Trona. Just kidding. It's not... Nakalai know. and Shona are what baking soda is, basically. So like Arm & Hammer, a big baking soda company.
1: Arm & Hammer, the guys, the, the what you use to mine your...
0: No, Arm & Hammer, the brand name, it's usually like an orange box of baking soda. They get their baking soda from a mine in Wisconsin. And there's also, I think... It was like Wyoming had the biggest source of these minerals. So, obviously, baking soda is not just like ground up rocks because there's a lot of other stuff happening in mines other than just rocks, you know? I mean, well, there's dirt, but like...
1: So many things. What a wonderland mines are. Rocks and (laughs) dirt. What an adventure.
0: Nacolite, Trona. So... Nacolite and trona are refined into soda ash, known as sodium carbonate, then turned into baking soda, sodium bicarbonate. Now, I don't really understand anything about those words, and I was hoping maybe you could provide some. I know sodium is salt.
1: Sodium is an atom. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, sodium is an atom. Carbonate is a ion. Uh, More than one atom. It's an ion. I forget the exact, uh, like, formula or whatever for it. Uh, Bicarbonate means that there's two of them.
0: Yeah, because of the prefix
1: The prefix bi bi. means two,
0: like bicycle. So that much I understood. I don't, I guess my... And then
1: you, you put them all together, you get sodium and two carbonates.
0: Sodium bicarbonate.
1: And one molecule. That's...
0: So anyway, I'll explain that in English now. One way to get baking soda, and I watched, I had to watch a How It's Made video on this because I honestly couldn't even understand from reading about it. One way to get baking soda is by flushing out a trona mine with hot water. Then the substance, the trona crystallizes, the crystals will sink to the bottom. And basically it's a refining process over and over again to remove the water until all that's left is powder. That means if it's crystallizing, it is a crystal. Wow, one of our favorite topics on the Cozy Rainbow Podcast. So Trona is a crystal, technically. It's a yellow whitish looking rock. The same goes for Nacolite. Really exciting. They but oh but nacolite can come in more of a pinky purple hue, which I like. So kind of it, it looks like pink Himalayan salt which is probably really similar because I know that salt is sodium. I have no idea what the science name like the I
1: I can't comment on any of this. I don't know. I don't know a thing about Himalayan salt. That's also an episode for another day, I well, guess. Well,
0: that's pink Himalayan salt. All I know is that you can get it at the grocery store and it's pink. You can get like pink salt instead of just regular white salt and that's probably why people like it because it's pink. <laughs> Personally, I have purple salt, which is not, like, a natural thing. They dyed it purple because trends, you know.
1: I'm pretty sure Himalayan salt's a little stronger than regular salt.
0: There's also something with, like, iod- being, like, iodized. There's non-iodized salt and iodized salt, and one of them is better for your thyroid. But that's literally how... That's, that's the extent to which I can explain that. Anyway, so Trona, Nacolite, baking soda, they are crystals, yum, sodium is salt, we covered that, so technically baking soda is a salt. And our last mysterious ingredient, citric acid, which I think is the least mysterious out of all the ingredients, it is made from, okay, well, <laughs> so citric acid, Joe, you know where it comes from, don't you?
1: uh citrus fruits
0: yeah it can come from fruits but there's obviously like a refining process that takes place because you have to like separate the you don't
1: want any orange in your citric acid you don't want any lemon in your citric acid you just want the acid
0: right so there's another way to make so you would get your natural citric acid from those fruits however to make like a manufactured citric acid. And I guess it's still um, natural in a way, but I think it's kind of gross. It's made from fungus on fermented molasses.
1: I mean, yeah, fungi fungi are cool.
0: Yeah, fungi, they're cool and kind of creepy.
1: I'm a biology major. I like this stuff. She hates all of it.
0: I thought you were going to make a joke about being a fun guy. (laughs) You are a pretty fun guy, aren't you? All right, let's go back over those (laughs) trivia questions. So, Joe, well, actually, you literally got them all right, but we'll do it again for the guests involved, for the listeners. Number one, which two ingredients are most important to making a fizzy bath bomb? Uh,
1: Citric acid and... Baking soda.
0: Uh-huh. Care to elaborate more on those ingredients? Because Lush uses a different ingredient.
1: Uh, an acid and a base.
0: An acid and a base.
1: As salts, apparently.
0: Well, they are salts, but it doesn't really have to do, I don't know, the salt. Once
1: more, I could go on a very long-winded explanation of why they are, in fact, both salts, but... <laughs>
0: why Joe you know what he looks excited the, you know he's looked kind of bored this whole time we've been talking about essential oils and bath products but as soon as Joe's thinking about salt it's like there's a twinkle in his eye he lit up <laughs> he wants to tell you guys about what 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 makes baking soda a salt yeah. number 2 most people prefer to take baths over showers true or false
1: most people prefer to take baths over showers true or false is false
0: Right, because people prefer to take showers.
1: Makes them feel all
0: grown up. According to one study done by a plumbing company in the UK. But also, I think most of us can just agree on that one. Okay, and number three. Which of the following ingredients is not acidic? Is it A, citric acid, B, grapefruit juice, C, salt and vinegar chips, or D, Tums?
1: Uh, D, Tums. Great. That is a base.
0: All right, everybody. This week's creative challenge is to write a creative story. Involving bath bombs. Send us a recording if you want a better chance of being featured in our podcast. Otherwise, you can just send in your writing. Email us at cozy rainbow envy at gmail.com. You can find us at Instagram at cozy rainbow If you are submitting to our creative challenge, you must be 13 years or older. If you're younger than 13, please have a parent, guardian, teacher, some type of trusted adult send in your submission. All right, everybody. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.